Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to episode 121 of the award-winning Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she is your other host, Holly Taylor. We recorded this on the 1st of December, so we're in the middle of some strong Advent content. We then slowly move on to our very excitable chat about our big award win. We are chuffed to bits that the Women's Running Podcast, this podcast you're currently listening to, has been voted Podcast of the Year for the second year in a row, and we have a lovely pink award and two very large hangovers to show for it. Then we finally move on to running. We talk about running a 5k round Battersea Park, which we did last Wednesday evening for sports shoes at the Run Through Chase the Moon event, which we thoroughly recommend, with lots of high-vis and bright lights and nice snacks. We also talk about our slightly epic journey back to Bath afterwards. I talk about a big fat New Year's resolution with my running here, but it's not what you might think. It's not distance or pace or number of races or anything like that. Holly is also gearing up for her New Year's resolution, and it's also not what you might think. Lots of surprises here today. And then we have a huge announcement about food, because we're going to do Veganuary with our friends over on the Simply Vegan podcast. And we're a bit scared about it because Holly loves her cheese and I love my bacon. But we're going to get our own back by helping them train for a half marathon, which is around the same time as Paris. So we're all going to be training together, powered by shroom dogs and bacon. What larks? No, no, you can ask me about my advent calendar. Okay, I'm going to ask you straight away now. Did you have an advent calendar in the end? And if so, how was it? I did not have an advent calendar, Holly, Aww. I'm really sorry. But the kids had advent calendars and I bought an advent calendar for Dave, which he wasn't expecting. And we had advent candles, which is what oh, I used tell to have me. Did you Have you already burnt your advent candles this morning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we are like all over advent in this house. Yeah, it was just, I remember having the candles when I was a kid and i that's the bit that I used to find so exciting for some reason. I think maybe... 
I don't know. I don't, we were well, definitely when I was a kid, there was no advent calendars with chocolate in them. So as much as I loved them, I think the thing that I really liked was seeing the candle burnt down. It just it built the excitement and because you know yeah, it really does. Like, oh my god, we're almost there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got those. I, I think. I would I would really like to get into advent candles. I'm quite tempted to see if I can buy some at it's first of December <gasps> on day of recording, dear listener. So get one, get one, um, get one. It, I'm a bit last min, but but yeah, I, I completely remember that feeling. We used to have them too, and it reminds me of in Doug's family, mm. they make towers of duplo um <laughs> that rep that represent days. So like, <laughs> I don't know, say it's two weeks until end of exams when we were in school yeah. or whatever, they would put 14 Duplo blocks and then every day they'd take a Duplo block off and it's a similar effect. How have they still got Duplo? How old is Doug? This is, yeah, I this... know. This was when Doug was... I, I remember the last time there was a Duplo thing, I remember it was when Doug was 18 he was doing his A-levels, so I have no <laughs> idea they still had Duplo. <laughs> They're kind of an organised family, though, that probably got the Duplo in a box labelled Duplo in the attic. Yeah. Oh, don't. I, I, I dislike people that have boxes of Duplo in the attic marked Duplo because I just have yeah I don't definitely don't still have any, any yeah <laughs> same God. I don't know whether my parents have got an attic oh I've got you anyway, know the last dull I was gonna, sorry right, yeah, it I is still, talk it, about attics oh, you said what were no, you gonna say I was gonna say that actually I do know that I've got like a pile of hand-knitted things that all the grannies have knitted for Ted and Felix <sighs> when they were babies and stuff that I, I did kind of, I say carefully, but I basically bunged into a plastic bag, put in the attic. And then a couple of years ago, I found it and the bag had disintegrated. And I was like, rats, we've got rats. And Dave said, oh, <gasps> no, it's a biodegradable bag. So it biodegraded. Knitting was fine. Um, anyway, yeah, moving on. You must yeah. have had an advent calendar. What did you have? I did. Do you, so this is actually, even Esther doesn't know about this because... Uh, we were at an event last night that we'll talk about in a bit. And on the way home on the train, I still, my advent calendar still hadn't been revealed to me um, on the 30th of December. I'm so, very excited. I know. Doug had, it's not, it's, it's, well, yeah, go on, get excited. It's quite exciting. Doug had an advent calendar where every day you have, you get a bit and you have to build a little synthesizer thing at the end. That's very really him, cool. Very Dave. Very them. Yeah, Dave would very love that. Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, not to make stereotypes about these things, but, but very, yeah. Yeah. And um. <laughs> and so he got a bit this morning, and then realised, and then I was like, "Oh, put it together, get it to work." And he went, "No need batteries." And I was like, "Oh, oh. well, that's a bit of shit." If it said, didn't say batteries not included, needs batteries on the box, and he went, "It did." <laughs> So, a, a, a festive fuck up for me this morning. Um, <laughs> Love it. But I had, so Doug yes. got me a Thornton's chocolate advent calendar. That's very posh. I know. It was so posh. This morning I had an amaretti and white chocolate biscuit chocolate thing. Oh my God. I know. It was such a luxury way to start the morning. It was better than my <laughs> usual... I don't usually have breakfast, so it was an improvement on anything. <laughs> Chocolate uh, so that for was breakfast. amazing. 
Nice. Chocolate yeah, for that's a good I'm one. looking forward to chocolate for breakfast for the next 23 days. Um, <laughs> and then uh, my mum had got me. That's why my mum texted oh. me on the train last night saying, ask Doug about Advent. Doug had been hiding an Advent <gasps> candle that she'd sent a few weeks ago. And it's William Morris. Oh, um, lovely. I know. And every day has got a different, lovely, smelly thing, like <gasps> hand cream or a bath bomb or bath salts. It's going to be great for oh, training. Bath salts wow. are in there. Oh. And I know. And they're all gorgeous smelling and they've got a lovely William Morris design on them. How amazing is that? What a legend. Oh, my God. Two advent calendars. Oh. I've got two advent calendars. I don't think I've had two advent calendars since I was a child. So every day I've, I'm going to have, I mean, this morning I rushed, I woke up and I ran to the living room <laughs> and I got the advent calendars and I brought them to bed and we opened them in bed. I f- have a feeling that that's not going to be every morning for the rest of December, but I was very excited about it today. Happy advent, one and all, whatever that means to you. Quite. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I, I mean, I must admit, uh, this was the first day in um, probably, well, probably a year that I've not had to drag the kids out of bed. So uh, yeah, they, they were desperate to go downstairs. Yeah, tell me about their reactions. That That's who I'm most oh, excited to hear so about is Ted exciting. and Felix. So well, Christmas is all about them. So it's, it's so nice. It's so lovely mm-hmm. because I'd become such a, because I had kids quite late in life. Like all my, all my mates had kids when they were like 30 and stuff like that, uh, you know. At, at that sort of time and I, I didn't crack on until I was like 39 40 in fact I was 41 mm-hmm. when I had Felix um by one day um but Aww. I it meant that Christmas for me had just become a kind of dull sort of grudge of moving between kind of various family groups and and it's just it yeah. just hasn't it hadn't been a huge amount of fun um, and particularly before I met Dave, I remember there was one Christmas where I was planning to actually work in a food bank. And I, in the end, I decided not to for one. I think it was a last minute decision not to. But I just I had no kind of desperate need to do kind of that. So anyway, so but that's all changed. And I know this is not the case for everyone, but it is in, in my little life, um, it changed because of the kids and um, yeah, and and seeing their little faces and and it's so lovely. I was talking to you about it last night, wasn't I? Um, that that Ted doesn't. I know he doesn't believe in Father Christmas anymore, but he still retains a wish to sort of perpetuate the myth. So he's very silent. Yeah. When he doesn't talk about it to Felix, Felix probably knows too. It's very stoic of him. Yes, I think so. I think so. Stoic yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so. And 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 Felix is um desperately clinging on with her fingernails to the belief system Mm -hmm. um I do I always remember the time when she said you know when I do my wishes when I blow out my candles um I've wished a lot of the time for unicorns and like you know basically where the fuck are they mummy and um yeah ah yes right they well they they exist but in a different world in magical world and it's only if you believe that, that, that they exist and sometimes because you're a child and only children can feel these things sometimes you might be able to feel its breath as you're walking to school which I thought was a really magical thing to say and she oh you're so sweet I, I know I am and she said she turned around oh. and she went oh, I 
think I can feel it. So, I mean, that was about <sighs> two years ago, but <laughs> but not anymore. Anyway, all of that is to say that now, obviously, it's all just about commerce um, and not about mm-hmm. Christmas at all. But I still get really, really, really super excited about it. And so this year, Ted has Lego in his calendar and I did quite a yeah. lot of research for his Lego calendar. I just dis- I dismissed all of this year's. They weren't good enough because Ted is all about the minifigures and they weren't enough. And so I bought one from last year oh. on that eBay which had more mini minifigures. And so he got Tony Stark this morning. He was very excited. <gasps> in his, oh nice. So there so he gets a little Lego person every day not every day I think there's kind of there's some builds and things you know some little bits of buildings and bits of cars or whatever so um, that's a very exciting Canada really exciting and Felix has got Roblox a a concept which I don't understand because it's just basically a computer game I don't understand it it either uh, um, so the the calendar I told you to watch this didn't I I've been watching what we do in the shadows Yes, I watched one episode oh, of that. It, so it was much. really good fun. Yeah. Did you like I it? it? Zar. Yeah, I did. It's very I bizarre. Like it. No, I um, liked it very much. Well, w- where I am in the story now, there there is a child in their life. I won't ruin any surprises. Um, yeah. And um, he is obsessed with Roblox. And I was watching it last night when I got in, while well, I was doing some hash browns. Um, <laughs> and... Um, We'll go into all of this in a bit. Um, Indeed. Yeah, and uh, he was talking about Roblox, and I I was trying to, because you told me on the train home that Felix had, was having a Roblox calendar, and I was trying to work yeah. out, based on what this child on the program was saying, what a Roblox advent calendar might be. And he talked a lot about Robux, and oh, I wondered Robux. if it was Robux no, in the it's calendar. Actually, it, it's, yeah, it's not. It's... um. So yeah, so Roblox is a game, and I know it's it's take. I think it's very similar to Minecraft. So there's a lot okay. of building and kind of stuff like that, um, and very kind of blocky, hence the name. Um, but I think yeah. it's slightly cuter. So I know I know that um, Ted is very dismissive of Roblox, although he will play it occasionally if pushed. But Felix likes it a lot, so I think it's a bit cuter. Um, anyway, so she okay. got <laughs> she basically got the top half of a gingerbread man, um, and she was. <gasps> I I think very much whelmed by this experience because like while Ted oh, was really? like okay. fixing Lego together, she was like, I've got half a gingerbread man. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it will all become playable and wonderful on, on like Christmas Eve, but, uh, but she's just getting, Oh, I see. So she's going to get a bit like dogs. She's going to get a, a little bit, like bit every day. Whereas yeah. Ted is going to be absolutely buzzing every day to have a new bloke Absolute or buzzing. a new whatever. Yeah. Whoever that, oh, yeah, he's, well, he's I'm such actually a lucky very person. invested in both of their advent calendars, and I can't wait I'm to hear so more. <laughs> I know, me too. Do join us on Patreon because we've got a couple of new benefits when you subscribe, and that's from just two pounds a month. First, we have an exclusive weekly newsletter from me and Hall, just for patrons, with lots of lovely secrets from us. And secondly. Patrons on the Cheer Squad tier, which is just £6 a month, can listen to bonus podcasts too. Our first one is Chocker with swearing and controversy and running scandals. It's like cereal, but for running. It's ace. Well, should we talk Um, about um, our amazing award? Yeah, let's. 
So we oh. had, a, we had a, 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 actually, that felt kind of like the beginning of the festive season to me last week. That was my first day that felt really cozy and festive and fun. Oh, it did, didn't it, actually? Yeah. yeah and you got to go to that lush. lovely Italian place, didn't you? So I know. <clears> one of the it. highlights is, so every year, um, obviously, we work for Women's Running and we have a wider kind of publisher called Anthem and it means that we um, are involved in a few different kind of like publishing what do you call them sort of organizations or whatever and there's Mm. one every year that do an awards and the highlight is that the place that they hold the awards is right (laughs) next to Italy in London which is a sort of Italian food department store. And it's my favorite thing ever. Esther and I discovered it last year and we're obsessed. Oh, it's amazing. It's just like panettone as oh. far as the eye can see and just chocolate Yeah, it's got and... a panettone, sort of like a panettone tunnel, hasn't it? <laughs> that you walk yeah. through and it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was sort of uh, people um, sort of, rowing down a river of chocolate in a panettone <laughs> yeah. boat exactly it's that and you, energy it's very wonka I, it is very wonka um italian wonka yeah. um italian I, wonka a wonka um a wonka <laughs> <laughs> sorry to any italians sorry um <laughs> i uh i didn't get to go there this year but you went didn't you? I and went you had the and most I had insane drink. <laughs> I had a ginger hot chocolate and it was absolutely insane. It was like a it ginger like a flavor chocolate. It was like a pudding. I was slightly mm. embarrassed actually when it arrived because <laughs> we we're just about to go for a three for this three course meal that you have and then you have the award ceremony. It's all a lovely kind of knees up to celebrate the year. And um so we're just about to go for a big slap up <laughs> meal and I thought oh, I'll have a quick hot drink but I don't want another coffee because I've already had a coffee and I might be buzzing off my tits so I was like oh I know I'll have a little treat and I'll have a hot chockey and it was a ginger hot chocolate so again actually I thought that was maybe slightly holier than having like a I don't know salted caramel hot chocolate or something so I was like oh I have the yeah, ginger yeah. one yeah. and it was like a ginger flavoured hot chocolate saucy drink so thick Mm. so rich amazing (laughs) and then it had about four tons of whipped cream on top and then it was covered in amaretti biscuits (laughs) oh it looked like a knickerbocker glory it was ridiculous yeah oh it was insane i used to love a knickerbocker glory when i was a kid i used to always get that as a pud if i could (laughs) oh Maybe it was sort of back to anyway. the Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, it was a pub that used to do it. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, oh, anyway, anyway. On topic, isn't it? Isn't it? But, oh, my God. Back in the room. Back in the room. We were there for the... Back in the room. PPA Independent Publisher Awards. Um, quite niche. We, we, we agree. Um, but we were there because we were nominated. We were nominated for two awards and we got one of them. And it just we did be for this podcast. For the second year in a row. Yeah, it was for the second year in a row. So we were not expecting it in a million years. It was slightly embarrassing that we were like, oh, we're going to go. And of course, it's the taking part that counts, as we all well Mm. know, as runners. Yeah. But also winning is is nice, isn't it? 
winning is bloody Ugh. nice. So we yeah. were practicing our polite faces for when, and also this year yeah. we didn't get to sit together. So we were sat with a bunch of people that we didn't really know. So I was practicing, <laughs> and they kept winding me up all the way through. They were like, good to have a winner on the table. And no. I, I know. So I felt like the pressure was really on and mm. I was practicing going, oh, no, no, no. I really don't think we'll win for the second year in a row. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, and actually we did. And I just yeah. feel vindicated. <laughs> it was very exciting. It, it was, was so, so exciting. exciting. It and was we love it. I just I presented to us. It's, it's like being in the Brit Awards, isn't it? Because it's <laughs> actually in this small conference room it's quite big actually lovely big space and in a nice conference room and you have a huge lovely slap up meal three course very tasty big stage somebody comes and does some comedy so we had Angela Barnes who's from Mock the Week and stuff and she did some comedy mm. and, and she's very funny running we we got picked she picked out which was quite funny yeah. Um, yeah and she was a runner it turns out which was last we'll see if we can get her on the pod um yeah. but she I don't know how we'll get in touch with her now she said of course I'll be on the pod at the time and I'm sure we'll never speak to her again um she then um presented us our award which was which was a joy oh yeah what I was gonna say about your Finland the Brit Awards do you know what I mean it's like so what you're actually doing is you're going up from a table and a bunch of blokes in suits are giving you a clap um, yeah. But they play music like you are in Wembley Stadium. Yes, they do. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I don't know whether I can sing any songs because of copyright issues, but it will play like Dua Lipa at full volume or something. <laughs> and, you'll, yeah. and you'll have to waltz up onto the stage and get your thing. And it does feel like, it feels like the Brit Awards when they win something and they play like a snippet of the song that I feel as yeah. though I am the writer and producer <laughs> of Levitating yeah. by Dua Lipa when I go up. <laughs> but although <laughs> it's so I funny. Think- I think one of the reasons why they do that is to prevent you from going on stage and saying, I thank my mum and thank, you know, da, da, da. you know. I think so they, they do you're, you're not, allowed not the to do done that. thing. No, no, it's not the done thing to do a talk. <laughs> I think otherwise you'd be there for a million years because there's quite a lot of awards and sometimes people are, have a special commendation or whatever. And mm. so it's not really the done thing to do a speech, though being loving the sound of my own voice, I have always wanted them to go, would you like to say a few words and for us yes. to go yes we just love yes, women we would. We would. And we, <laughs> yeah i we we would probably love to do a few words but also so it's quite would, boozy yeah. so usually you've had a couple of glasses before then so i'd probably say something yeah. stupid but yeah likewise me too me too so um but god my yeah. god it was so lovely wasn't it because i don't think we really thought oh, we'd incredible. get anywhere with it and i just remember standing Not up in a and seeing years that i think we'd win it no. again no, me either. And I saw you across the room sort of thing. And it took ages to to kind of be able to give you a hug because we had to sort of pick our way through like all those different tables and stuff like that. I know. And it was just a bit like, but yeah, it was just so, yeah, it was unexpected and it was lush. And then our boss came over with a bottle of champagne. So we had a glass of fizz afterwards as well. So that was really nice. Oh, it was so, so yeah, nice. Was... And I just felt, it felt so lovely because obviously it feels great to win um we've been very lucky that we've worked on some brilliant teams and we've won a couple of other awards you may not know that esther newman has won editor of the year before um you have um but i think when you win those kind of awards it's it's brilliant and it's amazing but i think the most exciting part of of winning an award 
for the podcast is that I really feel like that's our community and it's all of us together. Yeah. I know it sounds really cheesy and gross, but I do feel as though I had such a sense of pride, not just in us and what we'd achieved, but in our whole community that I don't think I'd have felt if we'd have won anything else. So I, I was mm. just so, so, so pleased it was the pod and I couldn't wait to tell everybody. Well, yeah. And I think because it's the pod, I think we, because we, we, I mean, I know sometimes it feels like we're kind of shouting swear words into a vacuum, but like we hear more from pod squatters than we do from any other parts of our audience. So like, cause we've got the magazine and we've got social channels and we've got the website and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. with the podcast, because you guys are kind of, you, you, you talk to us more, um, so I think it feels like we know you a little bit more and yeah it did it d- definitely feels like uh, yeah it felt like we were all up there it was um we, and and actually because I put, put little post on Patreon and all the messages of people just saying that they're thrilled for us was Aww. really really sweet as well so yeah it was lovely it was really it was nice really so last yeah. so thank you for yeah lots of nice messages on Patreon nice messages yeah. on Instagram thank yeah. you all love you all yeah. it's literally all because of the fact that you guys actually listen and get involved and we've built this kind of little gang together um exactly that's what they said they were like oh women's running have engaged with the audience in a very personal way it's very unique and something else about community and stuff so it's you guys really community and stuff oh speaking speaking of community and stuff um we want to do another podcast live so we were thinking i think the 15th was it yes we were and we need to iron stuff out and we need to find out exactly what we're going to do but i Mm -hmm. think it's safe to say that we're probably going to call it the women's running podcast christmas party yeah. And we will expect everybody to have a hat, of course, and other non-denominational faiths. Yes. Um, so Hanukkah, Christmas, Eid, whatever it may be. I don't think festive those are all glasses, necessarily around festive. the same time. But Probably not. Let's, no, let's but way, get all whatever. lovely and boozy and festive together and <laughs> wear a party yeah. hat, bring a glass of Prosecco. Yeah. Um, we'll let you know details of how you can get involved. But if you're a patron, then as usual, that will be freely available to you um, and you'll get first dibs. Everybody else yeah. will give you a shout and let you know what's going on. Exactly. Um, I don't know if it's, because I've just realised by saying 15th, I'm not sure about, anyway, it's going to be in that week. It's going to be around that week. It's going to be in point, that week. So. Uh, and we will, yeah, we'll let you know. And mm-hmm. certainly I will be drinking Prosecco and being very silly. And we yes. thought maybe we might even try and do a Christmas quiz. We can do Christmas some silly quiz. games. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this. We had a bit of a moment of brilliance when we were thinking about it last night. And we were like, let's have a big Christmas party for all of us. <laughs> so that's the plan. <laughs> well, it was Holly. Holly had the moment of brilliance. I was just sitting there just going... Oh, she would just wang on like normal. And Holly said, let's, no, let's have a Christmas party. I was like, oh my God, such a good idea. So yeah, hats, festive glasses, dealy boppers, bits of tinsel. Oh yeah. Tinsel in your bunches. Very excited. So, tinsel in your bunches, excited. exactly. <laughs> that, what says Christmas more than a very itchy head? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, um, so yes we've got to talk about something else as well is are we about to talk about we the do. same thing do you want to talk about last Probably. night i was gonna talk about last night yeah we need me to talk too about last night. so 
<laughs> so last night um, <laughs> was quite random. Yeah, we did find ourselves on a train at nine o'clock at night coming back from London because we had gone to a little running event. We went to, um, it was called Chase the Moon and it was by Run yeah. Through and it was a 5K running around Battersea Park at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it started at seven o'clock at night. Um, and we both went because we'd been, we'd been invited by a run through, but also by sports shoes who'd been sponsoring the event. Um, so we just thought we'd, we'd try it out. So we had this run in the cold and the dark, which was quite a kind of sensory experience, wasn't it? To be running in the dark and stuff. Um, yeah, I actually loved it. I really enjoyed running in the dark and the cold. I felt, um, I don't know if this makes any sense, but I somehow felt like it was a bit easier to breathe in the cold. Yeah, I think I sometimes feel like that when it's a bit, when the air is kind of damp, then it's definitely feels a bit easier to breathe slightly for me. With It's hydrating, little, isn't it? I suppose. My little asthmatic mouth kind of thing. <laughs> um, but it, it wasn't lovely to have the, because there was like, um, you know, little collections of volunteers who were cheering us round. And there was particularly, there was one guy um, who was sort of, uh looked a bit like father christmas who was cheering yes there was there was there was a bloke who looked very like father christmas and he was very jolly and festive wasn't he yeah and he was he was absolutely delightful so um yeah it was just it was a really nice and he sort of went imagine if he if he i don't know if he sort of gave us a little wink and went oh the, the finish line has been inside you the whole time (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. is that something that father christmas would sort of say mysteriously yeah well, it sounds slightly creepy the way that you've just said it, it but... gross doesn't it yeah um, yeah what else would uh, father christmas say uh, uh, when, it, when it, you if wish. you believe in that finish line if you believe in the finish line yes. it will come or something like that yeah yeah and then he'd do a little <laughs> wink and then you'd look back and you'd go you go, go thanks Ooh. santa and then you'd look yeah. round and he'd be gone and you go gone. what oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh we're silly yeah. anyway it was oh. lush so we got there um and uh we were wearing a bunch of kit that um sports shoes had kindly sent us from i believe it's one of their own brands they're called higher state and mm. they're really reasonably priced and pretty decent stuff that's like um all reflective gear yeah. Uh, the jacket is bloody. You can see, you, you can see, you could see me coming for miles. That's probably why <laughs> Father Christmas was looking out for us. Was he, ho ho hoing, yeah. Couldn't not, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but so we turned up. We were wearing the kit, and we had a nice chat with sports shoes. They were lovely. Mm. Um, we braved the portaloos. They were fine. They were. I was a bit but scared. You, you're a bit scared. Mm. Yeah, well, because it was completely dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not very good at stuff like that. Weeing in the dark means I, I automatically think I'm going to wee on my feet, but I didn't. So it was all fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we it spoke was fine. To, was they a, were clean. They had, they had loo roll in. There was loo roll and Those it was nice had clean. loo roll in. Yeah. And there was nice, and we had nice snacks afterwards. Oh, yeah. The actual course as well. It was two laps of a bit of Battersea Park. Yeah. And um, I think that was perfect for me. The yeah. 10Kers were doing four laps and we thought um, that actually four laps of it might get a little bit repetitive, but two laps was lovely. It was mm. really nice and it was, it was dead nice. flat. Yeah, dead flat. Yeah. yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely to know just what, what you're doing and everything. I thought, and it was really nicely marked. And the guy from Run Through was really lovely as well, wasn't he? And um, 
Oh, and he then was we so got, nice. And we got really nice. Yeah, we, one of the snacks was like um was a bounce bar. I don't know if anyone's had one of those before. And they're 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 kind of they're spherical. Um, and the ones we had were like covered in chocolate and just full of really oh, nice things. They were Didn't like take... they were like my Thorntons, something that would come up my Thorntons advent calendar. Yeah, they were bloody yeah. lush. Absolutely delicious. They were honestly so... genuinely nice. Yeah. And then <laughs> there were there was corn bits of corn i like oh, that yeah. that's not so yeah. much esther's thing not my thing no um but yeah no, we had that i love little bits of unpopped popcorn <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange um but yeah i know no, it's a bit of, weird lots of, lots of little snacks so that was yeah it was all it was all just very lovely actually wasn't it but i do wish i'd worn it my was so nice i wish i wore my christmas um running shoes now because yeah there were a few it, father christmas hats we didn't realize mm. that would be a thing i don't know whether it's a weekly event or whether it's a slightly less regular one, but it's definitely a regular event. And mm. I definitely recommend a evening. I mean, I don't know. Our listeners probably all do this already and we're just, yeah. just getting we're so... used to the idea ourselves. But having a running group or a little event that's a regular thing that goes in the evening, it was like a park yeah. run, but evening. And it was so nice. And we got medals. And we got medals, yeah, yeah. I think it's because we're so mm. parochial and we live out here in the country and we don't realise these things go on. But um, yeah, it was absolutely yeah. lovely run through because um, I was just looking at the list of the events that they do on the train and they do loads and loads of runs. And it, this felt very, very inclusive and very kind of casual, but in an organised way that probably doesn't make sense. But just like in a very kind of, it felt like you could sort of rock up and just do it like park run, but. But the benefit is that you get a medal and you get people cheering you and you get, well, you do at Park Run actually, and you get, you a get snack snacks. Yeah. So it felt really, really yeah, nice. It was great. really inclusive, really and lovely. And then we were absolutely buzzing to mm. go and get chips. The whole way around, we talked yes, about we well, the fact that we were going to get chips afterwards <laughs> and we were really excited about it. Yeah. And, um, and we went, we got on the tube I think we both were feeling a bit cocky because Esther knows London. I had City Mapper <laughs> out and we were like, oh, yes, yes, ha, 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 circle line, westbound, <laughs> circle line, blah, circle blah, line, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, and then we got on the tube and suddenly we were in Hammersmith and we were supposed <laughs> to be getting to Paddington to get our train home for nine o'clock. And yeah. we were like, oh, fuck. Oh. I still don't understand how we, how we uh, teleported to Hammersmith. Do not know how we did that. We were on the right stops going in the right direction. And suddenly we realised we were on the district line and it's like, oh, bollocks. And yeah, it, suddenly um, it was yeah. like, the next station is Hammersmith. Bloody miles away. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? It was, the next station is Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah. It was mental. We it had no idea mental. how we ended up there. And then we so had we to had run to across... panic and run. And... Yeah. <laughs> Like we were in, like it's we were in a. It's funny now. It's funny now. Stupid. At the time, <laughs> we were not laughing at the time. But it's funny now because I don't know whether I've ever seen you quite like that. Even when we've been to Berlin <laughs> together and stuff, like you were quite relaxed. Esther was was like you were running. She was running around was the, running. the tube station. <laughs> <laughs> and going, I just don't understand how we've done this. And like, we were running yeah. around, and we were. <laughs> it's true I, I just I was like I don't understand it I don't understand it and I uh, my thing was and I still want to go and look at a tube map because for the first sort of three stops we were on the same stops as we should have been so yeah you know, and, and I took my eye off the tube ball for like one stop and it was like you said we're suddenly 
a bazillion miles away and we were running through London like we were in some kind of comedy drama with Hugh Grant or something and uh, and it was just like how has this happened and I think what actually what we would have done better to do I mean it all worked out fine in the end but what we would have done better to do would be to get on the tube on the other side of the platform and just go back one stop and I think that probably would have got us to our destination a bit quicker but um Anyway. It would have done, but we got to run <laughs> through Hammersmith tube we station, did. which is actually lovely. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it was very, very huge. It was like I could hear a voiceover <laughs> being like people rushing back and forth, <laughs> trying to find get home to their loved ones. <laughs> because what is life if not love? <laughs> it was very like that. Except we were like, fucking hell, what the How fuck are we, we doing here? How have we done it? <laughs> <laughs> we were so cross. But the point of that was that we ended yeah. up in Paddington having sort of boasted to each other about how we were going to have 25 minutes or whatever to choose whatever lovely snack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a Burger King. I think they do burritos. There's a Leon that's like sort of healthy fast food. I was so mm. excited to take our pick of what we were going to get. Um, and then there was absolutely no time for that at all. We arrived with... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Two minutes to spare or something before our train left. And um, then we, thank God, Esther had some of Teddy Felix's <laughs> snacks of sort of mini party rings snacks. and stuff. I, yeah, mini party rings I had in my bag. <laughs> yeah. So we had those thinking that was it. And then then the trolley arrived. So we're like, brilliant. We can get something off the trolley. But all they had was and actual we went, oh, snacks. sandwiches? No. no and no and he was like, now nah, you're having a laugh, sandwiches on the, on the train trolley. Yeah. So <laughs> we did, however, get crisps and mm-hmm. a drink, I think, didn't yeah. we? It was nice. Mini cheddars. Mini cheddars. I had a Which Sprite. Is not, and the men not next the same. to me, I felt, were slightly judging us. So I did have judgment. to... There was a bit of judgment because we... Okay, we've been eating party rings and then we ordered <laughs> from the trolley Quavers, mini cheddars and a Sprite. <laughs> and um, And then they sort of slightly looked at us as if to say, do you know how much sugar's in that? And... Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, I never do this because usually, you know, we know what we've just done and it doesn't matter. But I felt the need mm. for some showing off and to put yeah. them in their place a bit. So I did say, we have just run a 5K. We haven't had any yes, dinner. Yes, I, I, I heard some defensiveness in your voice when you said that. Yeah, I, I did get a little bit defensive. And then they <laughs> sort of went, oh, ha, 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 whatever. 
and um, then uh, they, uh, did you notice as well? I'm sorry, they were quite nice men, but Very just nice. classic patronizing train blokes. Mm. Um, they were like, you said something about having about half. You then trying to deflect from this awkward conversation that was going on where the men were trying to tease us about our sugar and we were like, fuck off, mate. We've just run three miles. What have you done? And yeah. um, it's only some bloody party rings. Relax. And and a sugar-free Sprite. Fucking yeah. hell. I anyway, know. these two, apparently, Jamie Oliver with the turkey twizzlers came in <laughs> and started telling us off for having fun. And, um, and then Esther said to try and distract and deflect and just us talk between ourselves again and ignore these men oh do you know that run through also do a half in richmond park we should do that wouldn't that be fun mm. and the guy had the fucking gall to turn to you and he went mm. oh, you do know uh half marathon's a little bit more training than a 5k don't you <laughs> did you clock that i didn't clock that oh my god well here you go clock it now why didn't I clock that at the time? So I could turn around and go, I'm oh, hey. so sorry, I thought you'd already heard this. I don't want to ruin your day no. by saying that. How <gasps> patronising is that? Oh, my God. I should have I turned know. around and said, do you know who we are? I know. I think at that point I'd already said we worked for a running magazine and I did kind of want to be like, are you, are you okay? Do you think that we don't know what a half marathon is? I wanted to give, to give him a quiz. I want to yeah. be like, oh, how, okay, yeah. How many weeks? Yeah, how many weeks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's going to be your top mileage? What's what is the total <laughs> mileage of a half marathon? Oh, God. James or whoever you are, or whoever you are. I did uh, not clock that. Oh my God! That was why when they did eventually <sighs> leave, because they had been relatively friendly. But that was why when they did eventually leave and they weren't sitting next to us anymore, I did go thank Christ a little bit because. Mm. I just they were really sweet but they just kept trying to get involved in everything and they did yeah, they kept on I interrupting our conversations didn't they that we were having to each other and they kept on interrupting us didn't they and it was just like, yeah and it was in a slightly oh you're sort of little girls way do you know what I mean like they mm. were kind of like it was a bit teasy yeah and I was going with it for a bit and then by the end I was just like oh it was a little bit like the bloke on the way home we've had some funny old blokes on trains recently yeah. it was a little bit like the bloke on the way home from the PPA awards when we got our lovely podcast award um oh, yeah that the guy next to us there said and tell me why is it uh, why is it appropriate that there can be a women's running podcast but not a men's running podcast? Yeah, and there are obviously many answers to that. But yeah. one of the ones what, I what? wanted to give was just, well, why don't you bloody start one then, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> there are many answers. One of them being that all oh, the rest of them are for men. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, ugh, oh men. dear. Men men. on trains. And usually I don't mind Mm. having a good old debate with a bloke on a train if I've had a couple of glasses of wine, which was the case, obviously, on after the awards was not the case last night. Um, No. And um, but I didn't have time for this that time because we just won a lovely award and it was all about women running, doing brilliant things for women, Mm. by women, et cetera, et cetera. And then this bloke was kind of asking us to justify ourselves and I I really enjoyed the people I sat with at the awards but it wasn't all male table and I was really looking forward to just sitting with you on the train and going oh we bloody did it how lovely Mm. and then this guy was sort of asking us to justify ourselves and I was like can everyone just 
fuck off. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. It's like, do you know, sometimes it feels like one of those arguments that I have with Dave when he starts to try and give me advice for things when I have not asked for advice. And I have to sit with him and I just go, no, I just want you to listen. You know, just just go. Mm, yeah. Yes. That's I understand. a very good thing to say. You know, and uh, yeah, and yeah, th- this this guy, the PPA guy on the train, it was just like, mm, shh, now, <laughs> just yes, please, <laughs> stop, 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 stop with the thoughts. We don't need to hear them. Stop with the thoughts. Um, it was just very intense, wasn't it? But <laughs> it was a bit. At <laughs> least he did seem to take us rel- relatively seriously. A little um, bit. Sorry, I got yeah, a bit of hiccups. Um, mm. Whereas the guys on the train last night. This oh, is they, so they, mean, yeah. but here we go. I'm going to say it. They mm. were very much the kind of blokes that I think Esther and I probably had more brain cells between us than either of them. Mm. And they were acting as though we were silly little girls and they yes. were being, not in an awful way. They were nice, but like it was very yeah. teasy, wasn't it? And oh, do you not know how many, you know, it's a bit more training than that. Do you know how much mm. sugar's in that? Oh, baby Jesus and something to do with advent calendars or something. I don't know. It was all very patronizing, all the stuff that they were saying. They're making lots of jokes yeah, that were slightly geared towards the idea that we didn't really know. We were a bit silly. Yeah. And I don't, I know that. And that really does, that really gets my goat. Cause I'm just like, I am fucking 49. Don't, don't speak to me as if I'm a little girl just because I'm female. Do you know what I mean? That, that, yeah, that, that was of, very much the energy, wasn't like, do, it? Do fuck off. I could actually be a granny. Like, I want some respect here, actually. You know, yeah. so it's just like, ugh. Oh, and lest we yeah. forget, I also got airdropped when we were on the train. Oh, my God. Why, why, why are men such that? twats? Who does that? It's so weird, isn't it? I'm so pleased I don't have an so, iPhone. Yes, I know. It's a weird iPhone thing, isn't it? So somebody yeah. airdropped me a meme that said, kissing burns 6.4 calories a minute. Want to work out? <laughs> so someone Fucking on the carriage. Weird. Someone on, on the, carriage the carriage did that. And it, it was really creepy because we, and they tried to airdrop me more stuff and I had, I was like declining them. Mm. And Esther and I were really creeped out because we were like, someone's, it felt like on someone the- was like watching us. Or listening. Like, or listening how, to us. How does that work then? Did, did, did they know who you were? Was it specifically to you, do you think? Or do you think it was like a blanket? Maybe time? not. Maybe they sent it to a load of people. Um, I guess I would have come up as Holly's phone. Mm. And then somebody would have sent it to me. Oh, my God. I don't know. It was really weird, wasn't it? It's really weird. Really strange. Just people People were being twats last night. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you say people. We were. You say people. You say you say you know, everybody people. knows what we mean. We mean men. Men with We mean trash. men, I'm afraid. Yeah. Sorry, man. Anyway, shout out to the men who do listen to the podcast who all seem like legends, but they do. those ones were not last night. No, they weren't. Holly. Yes. How's your running going? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you're probably slightly more up to date with it than you usually are. Because I tell you what I did for my last run. I ran a five K actually, ran Battersea Park. Did you? interesting that's a different um, location to but I, it, it it was actually <laughs> um just part of the routine it was yeah. actually um really nice and reassuring and reaffirming for me because we had a lovely run mm-hmm. it was it was relatively gentle I mean I can feel it a little bit in my legs this morning but it was relatively gentle we talked all the way around we weren't kind of 
like gasping for air or going absolutely flat out. Nope. And I did it in about 33 minutes, 32 and a half, 33 minutes or something. And yeah. um, I felt like, I don't know, I had a bit of a moment where I was like, oh, I've come a long way. It's certainly not, I think I did uh, the last time I ran 5K that I recorded the time of was at the beginning of the half marathon, which was like 32 minutes. And obviously that was, I had to run 10 more miles after that. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, my fitness is definitely not quite where it was last month when I was running the half marathon, but um, you know, certainly not like where it was a year ago, yeah. for example two years ago I, I think it's amazing um, because I felt very comfortable us running that 5k chatting on the way around and it yep. didn't we certainly weren't last um and there were a lot of very speedy people it mm-hmm. was yeah I don't know it felt nice to just be able to do that with not very much preparation or planning for it we just kind of turned up mm-hmm. and to do it comfortably and to feel like it was a nice thing and that I enjoyed it rather than like I was going to keel over. So, um, yeah, I'm actually feeling quite good about my running at the moment. And I've That's got s- good. six days until I need to kick off with the next bunch of half marathon training. So mm-hmm. there's that. Well, I think, I mean, you know, it, it was just, it was lovely because you, you, you looked completely comfortable all the way around, which was really nice and um we were talking about the time that we did park run which was about a year ago now isn't it I can't remember when it was now um but when we did that and that was a harder effort I mean to be fair it's a harder course um yeah it's a bit horrid there's a bit more trail and there's um a flight of stairs in the middle of it which is a bit cruel um so it's it's it is always going to take you longer to do that than to run around Batsy Park twice but it that was a tougher effort for you and I I know it was lovely last mm. night for you to sort of just basically saunter over the finish line but yep I can just yeah knock out 5K. it was nice yeah Absolutely it felt lovely. really good I was like oh I've come a long way in my running over the last year and it was just really nice thing to think isn't it lovely when running does that to you because I think it can be such a slow burn and you can oh, be stuck God, in the, yeah and it, you can be stuck in the moment and just doing your same sessions like week after week after week and just think oh fucking hell like Mm-hmm. I am I feel like I am always always looking at my Garmin and looking at my VO2 max and just thinking well that's not moving and so I just I feel yeah. like n- nothing's happening and I'm not improving and I'm just doing the same stuff over and over and over again and then I look at things that we have on our website and stuff about training and improving and I know that what I should be doing is like doing loads of speed work and loads of hills and all this can't be asked if I'm honest simply can't yeah. be asked and um, so at the same time as berating myself for not improving, also not doing the things I know will make me improve. But then forget to look at what's happened over the last, what, three years and just think, shit, you know, I am now in a position where, like after the PPAs, Saturday morning, I went and met my friend Laura and we ran half marathon. And there's no way Queens. I would have done that. I know. I wouldn't have done that a year ago. I wouldn't have done that. I certainly no. wouldn't have done it two years ago. Um, but that's just, that's just my weekend long run. That's just what I do now. And uh, yeah, yeah, so it's so nice to kind of give yourself that kind of space and just think, actually, I've come a really fucking long way. So I yeah, think, I think it's amazing. Both of us. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I think both of us have been, I don't know, it's not just smashing it on paper or anything, is it? Cause like, 
I think you're right that some of that stuff can seem like a slow burn and mm. but I think it's the and I probably still can't run a 5k as fast as I could run it pre-covid for example even though I'm probably technically a bit fitter now mm. it's just that Oh, no, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Anyway, I won't overthink that too much. What I was going to say was, <laughs> on a jolly note, at least um, we, I just feel a lot, feel like both of us are a lot more confident with it at the moment, which is part of the battle. It's a big part of the battle because I find myself holding back when I feel, when I think, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this or I'm mm. slow or I'm rubbish. And yeah. last night I didn't feel that like holding myself back at all. I was like, Let's just go for it. Let's have a lovely run. Let's not overthink it. Let's not be scared. I think there's a lot to be said for being brave when you run. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly agree, actually. And um, Yeah. But it's being brave because, because you know that in doing so, you don't, like, in a way, it's, it, it's, it's the courageousness is in the first step. But once you're out there, you realize actually it's fine because it's mostly what's going on in your head. It's not, it's not any external factors. Um, yeah. And, and, and what I mean is like one, one of the things that I feel like has transformed my running is I think and I, you can all come back and tell me that I'm an idiot in a year's time when I change my mind on this. But one thing that I've decided to do for like the rest of my running life is to remove PBs from the equation. And oh, I love it. I just, it just isn't the thing. You know, it's after like we spoke to uh, Josephine Perry. It's kind of thinking to myself, actually, what, what are my goals? What do I, what do I want from the things when we do the races? And I, I realize I just want to do them. I don't, and, and, mm-hmm. and having PBs and constantly trying to beat my P, my own PB, tr- constantly trying to beat myself. And when you're trying to beat yourself, you're constantly trying to be a younger version of yourself as well. <laughs> and for me, now that yeah. I am staring 50 fully in the face, I just think I don't, I'm not that bothered. And I know that I am constantly beating me at the age of 30. I'm totally beating me at the age of 20, but I don't want to, you know, throw shade on those girls because they were doing their best. And, and actually I'm doing my best now too. And I just want to do it. And I am so happy when I reach the end, you know, when I get to the finish line of like marathons or half marathons or whatever, it's so lovely to have done it. And it's so nice to not think to myself, oh fuck, I didn't, I didn't do it under two hours or I didn't do it under, you know. Yeah. Because why on earth would we do that when you think about it? Like that's so normalized in running. Why would we run 13 miles 26 miles mm. six miles three miles all of those are massive achievements why would we run those and then go oh gutted though yes like how what a sad use of our energy and emotions after doing something incredible like that exactly and you know that's reminded me of like so when I was running with Laura on Saturday so we did we did this kind of it wasn't a half marathon it was just half marathon distance and and so we were like you know plodding around chatting the whole way and we both came to the conclusion that our most unhappy half marathons were when we got our best times so we really yeah we've both run a half marathon time of two hours and two minutes so you can see why we we might be (laughs) sad at the time because we were like we were both attempting to get under two hours and yeah um, this is on separate occasions but both hated ourselves for not having done it but we'd you know we'd run the hardest that we'd 
ever run. That was a really, really hard effort for me. Really hard effort. Still didn't do it. Fucking hated myself afterwards. You know, I could, what? Well, it's only two minutes. Why didn't I do that? Why couldn't I do that? And it's my best yeah. ever PB. I'm never going to get under two hours. I don't care anymore. I don't want to do it. I just want to run it because, you know, when we're running like Paris and stuff, I want to run and enjoy Paris. When I ran Berlin, I was just looking around, just going, oh, look at all of these buildings. Look at these incredible people. Look at this stupid yeah, graffiti. That's what I can't wait for for Paris. Yeah. I'm so excited. And we'll see if we can count the fannies again. That was what you were doing in Berlin, wasn't it? Counting fannies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of that is just, uh, yeah, experiencing it. And and then also, like you finish knowing that you've made an effort, but not an effort that makes you feel sick, but an effort that makes you think, yes. Oh, now it's time for all the chips. Now it's time for the panorazin to come out. That was exactly what I felt last night. That was exactly what I felt last night. And I don't think I've run a 5K race. I'm doing race in little thingies before. I, I think actually when I was younger, I did a, a race for life when I was in school. Um, mm. But um, and I probably did that in about 20 minutes or something. And then was like, oh, I'm so shit at running. <laughs> and little did I know. Anyway, the whole point of this <laughs> is that doesn't matter. But... No. Um, <laughs> but um yeah I think um I don't think I'd run a 5k race before and put getting a medal put over your head at the end yeah. and feeling exactly that feeling of like oh I don't feel I don't feel grim I just feel like tired because I just just exerted myself and just done a done a good job and yeah. now all I want is a huge bowl of salty greasy crunchy chips yeah, it's it was it's such a nice feeling. Whereas you know when you overdo it, and then you can't really enjoy your chips afterwards. That's true. You can't. You absolutely can't. But yeah, so I I really really hope that my ambition of removing PBs and my I mean you can't forget the numbers. I I like when I I have been in those conversations where people have said, "What time did you get in the marathon? What time did you get in the half marathon? Or what time are you hoping for?" And I do this sort of pretend, oh, I think it was about, you know, and that's bollocks. I mean, I know, obviously, I know it was 4.37. Yeah. I did. And I also have in my head that actually it was 4.37, but I did 27 point something or other because, you know, I wasn't following the line. So I know that it was a bit less than that. Yeah. But I don't quite know. I can't figure that out. Um, but yeah, so I know exactly that it was 4.37. So the next time that I do a marathon, I will have 4.37 in my head. But... Mm -hmm. I don't want to beat it. I think, I, I don't think I do. I'm going to try and make my head not want to beat it. I just, no, don't, it, don't. It was yeah. comfortable. It was a comfortable race for me. So it's like, right, okay, I'm going and to stay And you know, there. yeah, you know that's your thing. You've said before that, that covering distance comfortably and mm. feeling like you can do these incredible feats and and survive them and be like, I, I did that is what really makes you tick with running long distance yeah so you know time is almost irrelevant really isn't it and I think yeah. we always forget time on your feet is because I was talking to a friend the other day who can run like a marathon in like three hours which makes me feel a bit ill <laughs> um and I was thinking about it and I was like you know what though in terms of time on your feet he because he was like oh, I don't know how and he wasn't trying to be shady towards people who take yeah. a lot longer than that he was like astounded that you could run for longer than that and be and mm. keep running like he was like, I couldn't have run an inch more when I 
cross the finish line. And obviously everyone's got different thresholds and, and speeds and whatever. But it did really get me thinking that if we compared time on feet rather than time, then like that's a very good point. Yeah. Like you, me, we'd all be beating people like that. Yeah. They'd be dead in the water because we've <laughs> we've got we can run for a much longer time. Yeah, that's I mean that's good endurance, isn't it? But yeah, I it's kind of um do you know, and the other thing I was thinking about was when we were speaking to Claire last week um from trail running and she was saying that she likes running ultras in trail because it's easier than running a marathon. And that mm. is that's an interesting concept, isn't it? Because it you know, for for the road runners amongst us you think of dis- that you know increased distance every single increase you know a 10k is harder than a 5k a half marathon is harder than a 10k you know so you just think it's harder yeah. and harder and harder the more you do you know it's more and more training blah 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 um and and she just blew all of that out of the water by saying actually an ultra i mean it does depend on the ultra right so <laughs> so i'm not saying yeah. like the spine race is easier than the london marathon because that is not the case um the spine race is just awful and <laughs> five days of, of really really severe uh, endurance um yeah but a 50 miler say well no maybe not a 50 mile but a 50k a 50k uh trail race uh, is going could could potentially be a lot easier than doing a road marathon because yeah i mean i still haven't you know, fully committed to this or said this in in any certain terms but I'm really really toying with my next challenge after Paris rather than being a marathon I would I'd really really like to do the Jurassic Coast Ultra because mm. I think I've, I don't even think I would be disappointed in myself if I ran none of it it's more the yeah. challenge of like the point to point of like I'd like to complete that distance I'd like to see that stuff I'd like to have that experience. Yeah. I think I probably would run run some bits. It, it completely depends who I do it with. I think if I do yeah. it on if I do it with with running friends then obviously I'll try and run as much of it as I can, but if I do it with Doug, he wouldn't want to run it. Uh my friend Jake who I was talking about who's really really speedy, he's running it, but he's yeah. too speedy for me. Anyway, I'm going to go away and do some research and see if I can find someone who wants to do it with me. You're invited, obviously, if you'd like to. Oh my god, I but, would so love to do something like that, I think. I'd really love to as well. Yeah. But yeah, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't be expecting in a million years to run the whole thing, basically. Yeah. But and I would also be going, wanting to cover the distance. Cover the distance, yeah. And going back to mm. my friend Laura, I know that she went from half marathon distance to ultra. So she didn't Yeah. The only the only time that she the the first time that she did marathon distance was the first time that she was doing an ultra. So I remember her taking a photograph of where it said 42K and she's like, oh, done it. You know, and then she just carried on. <laughs> and it's like, so, yeah. you know, you, you don't have to do those milestones along the way. Um, but there is a different sort of training element to it. Like it's helpful yeah. to trail in the lead up to it, obviously, and and to kind of run on the same sort of terrain that you will be running. Um, yeah, that's that's a, that's a whole other podcast, isn't it? I think to talk about that sort of training, it truly but, um, is. Let's we need we need another trail expert on, don't we? Who can convince <laughs> us that that we should do it? Yeah. Um, if we've got time, do you want to yeah. just spend the last like five minutes talking mm. about because we must talk about this? Mm. Um, that we, I think, is it time to commit officially on the pod? Have we said this yet? 
Oh, I don't know if we have. Go on I then. think we have. Esther and I, this year, are doing Veganuary. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm sure everybody knows what that is now, um, because people who do it won't stop banging on about it. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it's a month of eating vegan, only vegan, um, vegan food, obviously not vegan people. Not That's people. Sort of the opposite of, of vegan, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all throughout January, we'll be going vegan uh, mm-hmm. and we're doing it in solidarity with our colleagues who work for a vegan magazine and they have a vegan podcast called Simply Vegan Podcast. They're both absolutely lovely, glorious people and you should listen to their pod. Mm-hmm. Um, they are running the London Landmarks half, I think. They're running a That's half right. in spring. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we're going to be supporting them with how to run a half marathon if you've not run a half marathon before. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, we may even have them on the pod and have some silly fun chats between us all. And we are going to be doing Veganuary in solidarity with them uh, so we can appreciate their struggles in the same way that they are going to be appreciating ours. Um, yeah. So let us know. Please write in and <laughs> let us know because I'm Esther's really worried about meat. I'm really worried about cheese. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're already yeah. a vegetarian, so I guess I am. From from my kind of omnivore position, I would think it would be easier for you. But actually, that's only because I'm not a huge dairy fan. So, yeah, you know, I, I know you missing out. Oh, I love halloumi. Of... Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do without halloumi? That's my main. That's my meat. <laughs> <laughs> so we we both have some challenges, don't we? I think it's going to yeah. be tough to kind of survive January with like fake and, and shroom dogs but we'll just have to cope yeah uh, and I think we'll be I- fine because it will one thing I do find is that whenever I feel anxious or low or a bit rubbish mental health wise which mm. can be very likely to happen in January um I feel like cooking is something that actually always makes me feel really good yeah it makes me feel like I'm achieving something it makes me feel accomplished even if I feel like everything else I've done that day is so crap and I'm such a piece of shit or whatever Mm. if I can make a nice meal and I can go oh this isn't half bad then that makes me be like maybe I am all right after all and (laughs) I find it quite therapeutic the process of sort of starting from a bunch of ingredients and then making something that's sort of a meal by the end of it so I'm looking forward to that aspect of it I'm looking forward to the challenge that it's going to present in terms of cooking more Mm -hmm. tell me about you though because I feel like maybe having to deal with family you've got two children who love fish fingers you've got how is the situation going to be like for you as a family woman to be honest I think (laughs) A family woman. Um, family woman. <laughs> I, th- I think it will be all right because um, I mentioned it to Dave and Dave gamely said that he would do it too. Um, oh, he, cool. he Doug's going to do it with me as well. Oh, that's good. So I, I feel like, um, so Dave's always desperate to eat less meat and um, and I do all the shopping and all the cooking. So what we eat is always down to me. Um, yeah. So I will. Me too. Yeah, I think. It's fine. It'll be fine. And um, actually, I know that I this is what I shouldn't be doing, but I always cook. Well, not always. About half the time I cook separately for the kids than I do for us. Mm-hmm. 
um, because I have. Oh, that's what my family always did when Um, I was growing up. Yeah. Because my parents didn't want to eat at four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So they'd stick a plate of fish fingers and peas in front of us or whatever at five o'clock. And then they'd have their own nice dinner that we wouldn't complain about being too complicated later in the evening. I mean, I think it'd be all right. And and we live in good times, don't we, in terms of kind of um, stuff that's available for vegans to eat and... um, Oh, yeah. In terms of mock meats, here's what a new segment that I'm going to be calling (laughs) Holly's Guide to Mock Meats. These are ones that I love. And uh, am I allowed to say all these brand names on here? I don't know. I'm going to, though others Mm. are available and we haven't been, this is not a paid partnership with these are just things I genuinely like. Yes. Um, Future chicken. I discovered this the other day and it is eerily terrifyingly chicken-like it's their sort of goujon type nugget things and you can get oh, nice. them in several supermarkets I think I think you can probably get them in all the big ones um you can certainly get them in our big one in the center of town mm-hmm. I always get you nervous can. about mentioning big brand names Mention can I say brand that names. we're not on the bloody radio okay. yes I know I always feel like oh I don't know an Ofcom gonna come for me <laughs> That's all right. We're not BBC. (laughs) No. Okay. We can get them in big Sanos in the middle of town. (laughs) Really nice. Quite expensive for like essentially what is sort of five nubs of, of sea town or something. Mm. Uh, But so bloody tasty, very well seasoned. And they're they're really nice for a treat, probably packed Mm -hmm. with horrible, awful shit for you, but so good. Yeah. Uh, This isn't. This isn't sausages. This isn't bacon. This isn't mince. This isn't... Those are highly convincing. And uh, as far as I'm aware, I don't think those are too bad for you. I think they're pretty good for you. And um, they are... I mean, they do like... The bacon probably isn't great for you, is it? But like the mince and stuff like that, I think, is is slightly less saturated fat and stuff like that than than Mm -hmm. meat mince. And it's really, really convincing and lovely. Everything from them that I've had, and they do this with yeah. chicken as well, I think. Everything I've had from them has been really, really good. Um, awesome. Doug would add in corn cocktail sausages. He absolutely cannot oh. get enough of corn cocktail sausages. I he love those. The kids like those. Himself and then he pops them. Yeah. 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 I, I like them. And I, I love a corn nugget, actually. I'm, I'm very fond I of I love a corn, corn nugget. nugget. Simple, mm. but effective. Cheap. But effective. Great. Lovely, lovely in a pinky. I bread. love. <laughs> lovely in a pita bread I, I actually corn products all around corn ham corn yeah. chicken like the slices oh, yeah oh i i i decided the other day because i got a bit worried about veganuary because for my lunches i lunch is where i tend to have all my dairy uh, like i'll have like because it's just quick and easy i'll have like cheese on toast or a cheese sandwich or mm-hmm. i'll have i don't know sometimes i have soups and stuff jacket potato cheese and beans um so i had the other day a sandwich with corn chicken and salad and mayo and obviously Mm. i'll use vegan mayo in january um and it was absolutely delish and i was like that's gonna be my veganuary sandwich when i'm craving asani that's what i'm gonna go for yeah nice there you go so ends the segment (laughs) so ends the segment (laughs) (laughs) but when it comes to cheeses and stuff like that oh my god literally no idea and i mean maybe the answer is avoid them like the plague because my when I, I have done veganuary I was yeah. vegan for about six months in 2019 and then I have to admit I gave it up because it was hard and I couldn't be asked um <laughs> but 
um and i'm a callous bitch but um <laughs> it was at, i do remember there being a lot of cheeses that cloyed to my teeth so yes let us know should we bother with cheese do we just cut it out completely not bother yeah. with vegan cheese if you've got any brilliant lovely vegan recipes that aren't just chickpea curry please let us know yeah yeah please and anything yeah it, it always seems to involve nutritional yeast which makes yeah, me think I know. of some kind of something it that you find in your like, pants i was just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something you've got to do one of those at home ph tests for <laughs> do you have nutritional yeast do you have nutritional um, yeast oh shit yeah <laughs> it also looks like fish food have you ever seen it <laughs> yes it does look like fish food. it looks like all these things food. are not attractive are they that does not no bow down it's like mm, i'm no, gonna be a... steering clear of nutritional yeast i think <laughs> steering clear of nutritional yeast. <laughs> thank you for listening do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast this podcast was recorded over zencaster the editor and composer was david newman please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon and you'll receive a special patron-only weekly newsletter from me and Holly and free access to our monthly live chats. If you join our cheer squad tier for just £6 a month, you can listen to bonus podcasts too. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.